Hi, everybody. This is Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. You know, I get a lot of questions from people concerning faith. What is faith? How does faith work? Uh, And also to tell people about what faith does. Many people, many Christians, think that they understand what faith is. And they think that if they read their Bible a few times and understand, uh, for example, that God saves and believes that he can even heal, that they're living by by faith. Uh, they've uh, made a decision that because they, they, they know that God loves them, that they're in faith. What they don't understand is that faith is more than that, much more than that. Faith is a purposeful act of your heart, so much so that if you want to learn how faith works and what it is, then you need to know what faith is so it can be developed in your life. Now, let's just take this master scripture from Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. Let's take that for just a minute. Now, faith is the substance. Let's take that word substance. What is substance? It's something that's tangible. It's something that's touchable, that's reachable, that's usable. Faith is the substance of what? Of things. Now, if I were to ask you what need do you have in your life, you might start mentioning some things that you need. Uh, faith, Faith operates that way. Now, faith is the substance of things that you're hoping for. Every one of us has hopes in our lives. Faith is, is something that has substance for, for the belief of something. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's also the evidence or the proof or the title deed or the assurance that what you're believing for is going to come to pass. I've told people all over the world, faith is what you hold on to until you receive what you're believing for. Faith is critical now. People say, well, I don't have any faith. Well, that's not true. Everybody has faith. Well, Richard, how do you know everybody has faith? Because the Bible says so. The Bible says that God has given to every person the measure of faith. You have all the faith in your heart right now. Now, you may choose not to use it, but you've got it. You know, you've got strength in your arms and in your hands. But if you don't use that, you're not going to be able to pick up anything. You know, uh, there's an action to your faith. Faith without works or action, corresponding action, is dead. You you can take your car key and say, hey, hey, this is my car key, and I believe with all my heart that it will start my car. But your car isn't going to start until you put that key in the ignition and turn it, you know, and put your car in gear and begin to drive. Faith is the substance of things that you're hoping for, the evidence or proof of that which you have not yet seen. Now, Look at Matthew 17, 20. It says, if you have uh, faith as a grain of mustard seed. So in other words, you don't have to have this great, huge faith, just faith. You know, I always tell people gold is still gold, even if it's a little piece of gold. You know, a diamond is still a diamond, even though it may be a small diamond. If you have faith as a grain or like a grain of mustard seed, which at that time in the world, when this was written, 2,000 years ago, the mustard seed was the smallest seed that was in the earth because Jesus said it was. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, then you can speak to your mountain. Now, what's the mountain? The mountain is whatever need you're facing. 
It may be fear. It may be worry. It may be anxiety. It may be sickness. It may be disease. It may be some disharmony in the family or in the marriage or a problem on the job or, or lack of a job or in any area or in emotional dis- discouragement, depression, whatever it is, whatever the mountain is, that's what that is. If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, then you can speak to your mountain, the problem that you're facing, and you can command it by faith to be removed and it will obey you and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Now that last line is hard for many Christians to get a hold of. Nothing shall be impossible. Well, the only reason it's impossible is because people don't believe. Of course, the, the greatest scripture on this is over in Mark 11, chapter, chapter 11, verses 23 and 24. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, this problem, this need, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe the things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. But you've got to believe. Faith is both believing and speaking. Really, faith is a matter of the heart because that's where faith is. And it carries with it God-given responses and responsibilities. For example, the Bible tells the story of a man who came to Jesus for help with his son. His son had been possessed by a demonic spirit. Jesus had been up on the Mount of Transfiguration with Peter, James, and John. He came down the mountainside, and here's this man and his son, and here are his other nine disciples. The man comes to Jesus and says, I brought my son to your nine disciples. They prayed, but nothing happened. The evil spirit in my son will not let him go. In fact, the spirit throws him to the ground. Sometimes it throws him into the fire. And he oftentimes foams at the mouth. He grinds his teeth. He becomes rigid. I asked your disciples, he said, to to cast out the spirit, but they couldn't do it. And then he said to Jesus, have mercy on us and help us if... You can, if. And when the father pleaded for compassion and mercy, Jesus responded immediately by putting the responsibility back on him. He said, anything is, is possible. Anything is possible if you believe. You see, the boy's father was trying to get Jesus to do his believing for him. But Jesus will never do your believing. Remember, he said in Mark 11, which I read a moment ago, if you believe. And next, the man said, well, Lord, I do believe. I really do believe. But I have this little pocket of unbelief. Please help me. And it was his believing that allowed Jesus to cast the demonic spirit out of his son, and the boy was healed. Now, Jesus is the one who healed him, but he did not do the believing for the man. The man had to believe for himself. And it's just the same today as it was 2,000 years ago. The Lord will never do your believing for you. What I'm really talking about is getting your word and what you believe in harmony with what the word of God says. In other words, have a change of your vocabulary. And instead of talking about the problem only, Start talking about the healing and the miracle. In other words, if your body is screaming, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, don't allow the natural physical evidence to be the final authority about what you believe. 
Instead, begin to quote 1 Peter 2.24, which says, I was healed by the stripes on Jesus' back. Say it over and over and over and over and over again until you believe it. You know, I was in Denver, Colorado preaching, and there was a woman who was in a wheelchair on the front row. And I preached and I talked, taught about Healy and said some of the things that I'm saying to you on this podcast. And uh, after I did, um, I began praying for people who needed healing. And many people were being touched by the power of God. And I saw this woman who was there in the front row in the aisle in her wheelchair. And uh, the Spirit of the Lord came on me and I looked at her and I said, Woman, if all you can do is move a finger, move it. What I really was telling her was to get her faith in motion. You know, sometimes when people are very ill or they're in a wheelchair or they're incapacitated in some way, they'll just sit there and their head oftentimes is down and it's like they're looking like the man looked. Jesus, if there's anything you can do. There's no faith being pulled out, uh, poured out and, and, and they're, just, they're just there, just like a, like a bump on a log. And I said, ma'am, if all you can do is move a finger, move it. Now, you know what? I'm sure that there were some people in the crowd that thought I was being cruel. I wasn't trying to be cruel. I was trying to get the woman into some kind of action. I said, ma'am, if all you can do is move one finger as you sit in that wheelchair, start moving it. Well, (laughs) I looked down and pretty soon she was moving one of her fingers. And there may have been people who said, well, that's really cruel. No, I wasn't trying to be cruel. And I prayed for others and I looked over and she was moving her hands and she was moving her arms and she was moving her shoulders. And I prayed for others and I looked down and she was moving her body and she was moving her legs. And all of a sudden I looked down and the wheelchair was empty. And she was walking across the front, in front of the stage. She got into her her faith action. She allowed her faith to work. She didn't sit there and say, God, if anything's going to happen today, you're going to have to do it. And that's the way many sick people are. They say, well, God, you're sovereign. You can do it if you want to. Remember the leper said, Jesus, you can heal me if you want to. Jesus said, I want to. I have the want to. I have the desire. And he healed him. And actually, my wife, Lindsay, and I actually watched that woman push her own wheelchair out into the parking lot after the service. And we saw her lift it, fold it, and put it in the trunk of her car. It was a phenomenal miracle. But it started by me helping her to get her faith in action. Now, you may be like that woman. You may be sitting there right now saying, well, God, you've got to do it all. Well, (laughs) it didn't work for the man with the demon-possessed son, and it certainly didn't work for that woman in Denver in the wheelchair. They both had to get their faith in action. I'm telling you today, get your faith moving. Stop talking about the problem and start talking about the answer. Start calling yourself the healed of the Lord instead of the sick of the devil. Father, right now in the authority of Jesus' name, I pray over everyone listening to this podcast. I rebuke the spirit of doubt. I cast it off of you in the name of Jesus. And I pray for healing. And I pray for you to get your faith moving and get your faith in harmony with my prayer today. In Jesus' name, I pray for healing in your life. Now receive it and say, Lord, I receive this prayer. Lord, I release my faith. I receive this prayer from Richard Roberts in the authority of Jesus' name. And now begin to expect a miracle. Start moving something in the name of Jesus. And I'm not being cruel when I say that. Start moving something. Get your faith moving. 
If you're, if you're in a place where you, you can't move physically, even if all you can do is move one finger, start moving in Jesus' name. Start moving toward your miracle in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you need further prayer, you can call the Abundant Life Prayer Group at 918-495-7777. Our prayer partners are there seven days a week, ready to receive your call and, and to pray just like I'm praying now. And then, of course, they always bring your prayer requests to me so that I can lay my hands on, on them and pray and believe God for a miracle. Also, uh, if you're not aware, we have a new healing network. It's just called The Healing Network. And if you'll go online to thehealingnetwork.com, you can download the app. It's free. Seven days a week, 24-hour-a-day Christian TV program from our ministry. It goes all the way back into the early days of my father, Earl Roberts, Healing Crusades, videos all the way back to the 1950s. And I pray it'll be a blessing in your life. We're also doing a live program on Thursdays, a 30-minute program on healing. I'm hosting it myself and that is at noon Eastern time on Thursdays, 11 a.m. Central time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. And I'm really enjoying doing it. Once again, if you need special prayer, 918-495-7777. God bless you. I'll see you next time on the Expect a Miracle podcast. Bye-bye for now. Have you checked out the Healing Network? This 24-hour network is all healing all the time. The network has new original programs like Bookmark with Lindsay and Melissa, Richard's live healing prayers, and also his latest class from the School of Miracles. The Healing Network is also your resource for classic Oral Roberts sermons and current programs like The Place for Miracles and Make Your Day Count. Just look for The Healing Network in your favorite app store. For more information, go to richardroberts.org slash thehealingnetwork.